Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage, the opera podcast. We live in a world that often feels dominated by powerful people in the opera industry. They're business people, and they're trying to sell the best product that they possibly can. But sometimes they don't have your best interests at heart. That's where Polina Lapustina comes in. She is a critic for Opera Wire, but instead of criticizing singers, she has chosen to be a critic for the industry itself. What she does so powerfully is she raises singers' voices and encourages them to take their careers into their own hands. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo! So we are talking today with writer Paulina Lapustina from Opera Wire. Paulina, welcome. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Very nice to be here. Yes. So tell us, because we understand you're not a singer yourself, tell us how you end up being a writer in this crazy opera world. Yeah, I think that this world is quite crazy and you need (laughs) to have quite an experience to start with it. So first of all, when I was a teenager and um, in my high school and after it, I started to write music reviews for rock music, for Russian New Musical Express and some other magazines. And when I was 19, I opened my own magazine and we were writing about independent culture, oh sports and uh, music, of course. So I was writing about music. And that's wow. how it goes. Uh, then I got into art criticism because I was a curator and the owner of the gallery when I was 21. Mm. Uh, step by step, lots of lots of art to write about. Uh, and uh, when we already moved to Lithuania, I found a huge passion to opera in myself. Mm-hmm. Wow! I started to travel, and uh, I always had an opinion, <laughs> probably maybe too much of opinion after every performance, and always share it to my partner. And when we were sitting and talking like that once after the performance, uh, one man sitting just um, on the neighbor table asked me for whom I'm writing. And I said that for no one, actually. And he said, well, you should. So I started to think about it. And probably in two weeks, I contacted Opera Wire because I was reading them for mm. kind of year or maybe year and a half by that time like can i maybe try something with you and uh, so i got this opportunity and i started to develop it step by step and then probably in i don't know a couple of months i started to think what i can write what i can share what's my perspective on that not trying to copy someone's styles and so and so yeah. on right and you have a different you said you didn't you know go to music school necessarily so what did you study as a designer and designer is my main profession occupation I what type of design to notice, what's that what what type it's of designer design and uh, ux mm. design so i'm working a lot with an experience and how to improve it and i think that sure. this 
idea that you can actually improve everything you see mm. is very uh, basic in the head of the designer. And I think that I just start, I maybe saw some bad operas. And uh, when I saw it, <laughs> I saw some singing. I not <laughs> saw, but listened to some singing, which wasn't really good. And I was like, so I should come really home and write that this singer sings bad and his voice is bad or whatever else. But I understand with all my head and all my heart that actually this person sings and I don't sing. Mm. And I know that this person is trying really to do like his best, her best, always. Mm -hmm. Right. As right. much as possible, as good as possible. And I always ask, like, okay, maybe sometimes it's just not enough time for preparation. Sure. Or maybe it's just not the right person. And then it's actually not uh, their fault. Mm -hmm. It could be a fault of sure. casting manager or something, something. Like, mm-hmm, it's something wrong. Sometimes some manager, for example, in Opera de Paris, I'm very sorry, but it's not a secret. They are doing like that. It's a small role, so you're my friend. You can go and take it. And I mean, so many absolutely beautiful, wonderful singers are coming to their auditions, but they are just giving roles to friends. And I was like, wow, that's the problem of the industry. Not that <laughs> someone is singing not good enough. Yes, yes. So let's maybe just uh, try to write about that. Or right. sometimes you're coming and seeing absolutely beautiful singing, but the performance, acting or something else is very bad. And again, there is always a reason for that. And I decided wow. that fighting those reasons are way more important than actually to estimate and rate one's singing. How interesting. Because so you, I've, I've heard you say that you, instead of being an opera critic, you're an industry critic. Yeah, yeah. And that's how that started. That's how that started, because I always saw those questions and the answer was always like, we have this problem in the industry that we are doing like that, that we are accepting people, managers mostly, doing mm. something like that. And why should it be like that? Right. Because, um, I don't know, that could be... An absolutely beautiful world of opera, I believe, but also it is the world of money, the world of mm -hmm. careers, and so many other things that affect not one person, but the whole industry. And young singers come to this world, they have some hopes yeah. and some <laughs> ideas how to improve it, mm -hmm. and then they just see the wall. It's yes. like you're not coming here until you someone's friends or until you mm -hmm. have a good management or whatever else. And it's just like, wow, talent means nothing. <laughs> and I decided that if we can probably not destroy, but at least to make this barrier a bit thinner uh, yes. for artists, it would be great. 
I love then, that you're saying that because I've felt that a lot in my career. And I think that uh, I think a lot of young singers do come in with like this like rose colored glasses point of view of what the opera world is going to be. And then it's really damaging to these singers as they like try and make it in the world. And they feel like they're worthless and talentless when really it's it's not them. It's the industry. Yeah, and I'm talking to young singers quite a lot. And that's very horrible when I talk to a person of my age, like 30, and it's still a young singer. Mm -hmm. But I see that after five years in the industry, it's like, probably I'm not worthy. And I'm just like, why? Just because you don't have uh, this big name, you don't have this good manager or whatever else. Yeah, you need to have so much above your talent but it shouldn't be actually anything above the talent because talent is the most important part so what do you what do you propose for these young singers you've i've also heard you say that you want to raise singers voices yeah and not their singing voices you know but (laughs) what (laughs) yeah yeah the worst thing about that the silence that when you're Mm. silent you think you are alone you think that, yeah, probably other people somehow can deal with it. Somehow they can manage it and I cannot. Right. But that's not true. The truth is that when we are talking about something, so many people also connect with us or talk about the same problems, exactly the same problems. Or some can come and say that I know how to overcome it. Yes. And that's the main idea which I found actually in my last issues of Friday Criticism because mm-hmm. we are, we are, I'm writing now about different countries. And as I see, there, uh, the problems are so different. Mm-hmm. When we started with New York, when we started with Metropolitan Orchestra, for example, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. this right. huge organization which... Uh, doesn't really care about pe- people. Apparently. And that you have no law for that to somehow protect them from this <laughs> one big institution which can just do whatever they want in it. But when we came to Germany, and I'm working with Germany quite a lot because I also wrote the opera criticism there, reviewing from Germany, I found that, yes, actually, everything is going on. And uh, people who are working in the theaters, in assemblies and in orchestras, they are doing their job, even if it's just for um, streamings. And then I wrote to my editor, next week, I'm going to write about Germany, because I love Germany, I love uh, Bavarian State Opera, I work with them a lot, so I really hope that I will get some great positive material about how it could be done and we can share this experience to the world and maybe it will help someone. Sure. And everything was great. (laughs) I got uh, five days of research and everything was absolutely beautiful. Oh, wow. Until I started to talk with one person and he said, yeah, everything is fine. It's just I got just 10 or 15% 15% of my normal rate for my last role. And I'm just like, oh my God. what do you mean? And he said, yeah, if you're a contract artist, not the one from the ensemble, right? you will get like that. And when I'm asking why, they said, you will sing anyway for this or 
or you will not sing at all. Oh my god! So they're, are they still bringing in guests and other artists? Yes, yes. And then down and then and, and they send me a huge research they just made a month ago when it was where it was said that about ninety percent of all the artists, contract artists, freelancers, got paid nothing. It's like about sixty percent probably. And or something up to 20% and nothing more. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that's horrible and disgusting. And you are yeah. just, you just feel used yes. by someone. And then there was another question. How do they feel actually about that? And I'm sitting and I'm thinking about, should I talk about this or not? Because... It's a, not just unpopular topic, but uh, a very difficult one. And uh, I'm literally just have a Facebook on the other screen, and uh, there is a press conference from Teatro Real, and Jonas Kaufmann is standing mm -hmm. like cross hands, and he's like, "We know about quite high rate of suicides," and I'm just like, "Okay, mm -hmm. if." Now, the big stars, they talk about that publicly, mm. finally. Mm -hmm. No matter how inconvenient is that, we should talk about that too. And uh, I met in it as well. And maybe like two hours before the deadline, before the time to schedule the article for the morning, <laughs> I send it. And I'm just like, whew, okay. And uh, that was actually... I think the even more important this article than the one about uh, Metropolitan. And with this article about uh, Germany, <laughs> well, what I wanted at first is to be happier. Sure. But then I wanted to reveal that even when everyone, I don't know, supposed to feel safe and happy, it's nothing like that. Because some people, some institutions, again, can be not that uh, moral, actually, to the artist. And that's horrible. Yeah. Right. And every article like that, it's always uh, given more topics to discuss even more loudly. Well, I, I think our first interaction on Twitter, the words that we used were talking about challenging topics or challenging mm -hmm. topics was the word. And it's not, it doesn't always feel very positive. You know, it feels Mostly like you not. kind of have to dig into these kind of gritty mm -hmm. topics mm -hmm. and and some people are going to get hurt in the process, right? Talking about the German artists, uh, we are now working with a therapist from Germany trying to explain how to recognize it on the early stage when you are absolutely not good. That's amazing. That's what's happening in your life. And uh, I think that... It will take some time to write right. it. It's not like a Friday column that I have a yeah. <laughs> few days for research and that I'm writing 1,000 word essay right. and I'm free. No, it's uh, way bigger. But that's also an opera journalism, not just uh, sure. operatic reviews. Right. Right. So that but that's what I think that I'm noticing in your writing is you take on a gritty topic and initially it's hard and it, you know, 
it makes some people upset. But if in the end it empowers singers to um, have the help that they need or it empowers singers to get the financial support that they need, whatever it is, then ultimately that's a good thing, even though it doesn't feel like... Because I feel like the everything that I see about the opera industry, especially from the artists themselves, it's always like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm so happy <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. And I feel like that can really hurt people. My career is perfect. Yes. Everything's perfect. Yes. Well, on my side, it sounds even more horrible because mostly it's, Paulina, you cannot imagine. It's so horrible. Wow. I cannot live with it. And then, but it's always of the record i'm just like tell me about that let's talk about that you cannot imagine how many singers are struggling with the same absolutely problems so let's do with this it's like no officially i'm the happiest person alive right and i i will be like that i will just i don't know shine with the radiance and glory (laughs) and whatever else and you will never ever see that I was hurt, but mostly it's like almost for everyone and it's normal to feel uncomfortable and it's absolutely mm-hmm. normal to talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I try to reach someone, it's like, no, you're an enemy. You want to write about mm. a difficult topic. I just, uh, <laughs> I'm just going through it right now in many topics I'm discussing with people. And I'm just like, so you want me? I mean, not you want me, but you accept it that I'm going to write about that, but you want me to be positive and to write that you are happy, but you are not. But uh, I will not do that, and not for you, but for other people who can learn something or figure something of that or change something for better. So I will say it. And yeah, if you say it's off the record, I will never mention Mm. you for sure. But at least, okay, thank you for sharing the information. Right, sure. Maybe I can find something else. And um, I also found that it's quite a national feature, I would say, that in some countries, they are absolutely open. You don't need to search oh. for, for a source. For example, the last uh, the um, article, which is uh, coming tomorrow, it was very easy to find the source. That was very difficult <laughs> to put it all together because in Italy, they all want to talk about their <laughs> problems openly. <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> and also in Italy, for example, the whole um, version of the opera industry is so different in Italy. And this is horrible because you see the best theaters in the world the brightest stars on stage and then the most horrible theaters which are staying without no support from no one and still in this article i found how important they are and what i really wanted i wanted to send my love and greetings actually to artists who are performing there because for now they all found another something to do any jobs they could find during this year because it's quite normal actually in Italy just to go and do something because you have a big family and your family always have something to do so you're just becoming I don't know 
a postman <laughs> or working a in a shoemaker <laughs> a shoemaker yeah i think that it would be like very difficult to be a singer in the family yeah, of shoemakers sure. because uh, yeah it's always like that and then you hoped and you dreamed about this career and now in this year you have to come back to your family and say like yes mm. probably i'm nothing because oh. I was singing in this smaller theater in a smaller town, and now it's just closed, and nobody has to say a single word, a single sorry to you. It's just you are off. Yeah. And they're like that. And um, I really, really wanted to send them, I don't know, appreciation, some appreciation for what they do. Because actually, they are the basis of Italian operatic culture, not yeah, right. those super huge big and fancy theaters which i allow myself yeah, to sure, attend sure yes but um at the same time <laughs> i mean it's not at all smaller theaters in every small town they have an opera theater and they are amazing because because of them every italian knows so many operas even yeah, if they say, yeah. <laughs> because first time in Italy, I'm we are driving somewhere with my friend, and she said like, "Oh, I don't like opera, and I'm I'm not into it." And then I'm just like, "Okay, let's just listen for one records, one records." And she was like, "Yeah, I know this area," and she's singing, <laughs> and another one, and another, <laughs> and I'm just like, "But you're not into it," and she's like, "But everyone knows it." Oh, wow. And then I found that it's absolutely true. And from these cultures come in all this beautiful music, brilliant composers, beautiful singers, voices, conductors, and so on and so on. Without this. And my friend never been in La Scala, for example. But she mm -hmm. attended this small, no-name right. theater. And that is why. So we kind of talked generally about what singers can do to raise their voices, how we need to have these conversations. But I'm wondering if we could get specific for a minute and just talk, mm -hmm. like, what can I do today? How can I be a part of this conversation? How can I raise my voice today? Yeah, it's very important to, to understand that actually every voice, especially now, matters because all the problems, they were multiplied by the pandemic. And uh, I think oh. that many people now feel the same. And yeah, it could be in social media, but also uh, absolutely professional news media. They are now more open to people who come in and uh, just ready to say the whole story, I would say. So many people will start to know reading it. It's like, yes, I feel the same. And it would be a huge feedback for what was said by just one person. And uh, I would say that it's absolutely okay, really, to contact some media and to say what happened to me, this and that's bad, and I'm afraid it could also happen to other artists, mm. and it would be discussed. And, and you're saying uh, that because of the pandemic that it's more out in the open and it's more acceptable to have this conversation. Yeah, because otherwise in the normal time before i would say that everyone would be so uh, concentrated on those 
happy moments, mm-hmm. on these fabulous reviews, and so on and so on. And now we have an absolutely huge uh, me- media field, and it's empty. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to discuss, absolutely. <laughs> so use this opportunity, come with mm-hmm. your problems, and we will discuss it. And now I know that the problem which was maybe um, a life for one person before, now it's like a normal everyday life for so many singers. You're just, uh, I don't know, noting about that in social media and you have a huge feedback. And people are coming with more and more and more ideas. Uh, The problems, they are getting really massive now. And if before we could say, no, it's not a problem. It's your just personal case. (laughs) Now every personal case is so massive. So we cannot close our eyes and uh, decide that I would better watch a concert of Joyce Didonada. Because Joyce Didonada is coming to us and say, yeah, concert was great, but please go and read an article because there is so many important stuff there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? I think that people now have not just no right, but no opportunity to close their mm-hmm. eyes and think that, oh, mm-hmm. everything is fine. Opera is beautiful. No, opera is not beautiful. Opera is barely surviving Right. what's happening now. Something that I've really loved seeing, I'm a part of a young artist community page on Facebook. And this year during the pandemic, there's been a lot of discussion topics on... Um, companies that are still uh, requiring you to like make a payment to even just apply to their company to audition or for their competition. And there are so many singers who are just like, I'm not applying to them this year. Like they're not getting my money. And I've just loved seeing people in this community be like, this company is still charging their $50 fee no one applied to them and no one has and I've really loved that because I don't think that the opera community should be charging so much money to these young artists who don't have anything in the first place if you see other people who also share your opinion Mm -hmm. you feel like and that's very important you you feel also calm like, mm. I'm not really missing the opportunity because it's not an opportunity yes. when, pe- when somebody tries to use me. Right. So maybe I should just forget about it. It doesn't like, oh my God, maybe I should or maybe I don't. But <laughs> no, it's not like that. You shouldn't, yes. absolutely. And you should <laughs> be yeah. okay with that. And yeah. um, since I'm working now with therapists to write this article, it's very important to understand it's okay not to be okay. But in our industry, in this industry, we are like, if you are not the happiest, if you are not the most successful, you are probably no one and nothing. But it's mm-hmm. not like that. Right. And no. especially with what's happening now, we are all a bit of no one and nothing. <laughs> we are losing right. our names. We are losing our sanity, to be honest. I think you're doing really important work. We are, we appreciate Thank you. that. Yeah, Polina, we have two f- kind of fun questions for you, and we know that you're not a singer, but if you were a singer, we wonder what your dream role would be if there was some role that you would sing in an <laughs> opera. Absolutely, I think that <laughs> I would think lots of male roles, to be honest. Sure. But, yes. Uh, 
but also when I'm thinking about my uh, destiny, I would say, and everything, and um, all the female stuff, I would definitely get uh, Princess Eberly from Hello. Oh. <laughs> which yes. would be, and I would really work on the dramatic part. Mm. of this uh, on acting not just about singing yeah. because every time I'm watching Don Carlo I'm thinking <laughs> like what are you gonna do with your eye <laughs> <laughs> right. because um, yeah we are discussing it with my friend for example we are, have a, a very nice correspondence with one opera critic in Italy and uh, when I mentioned this, he was like, yeah, be careful, don't forget about an eye. And mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and that is why this role would be mine for sure. And that. that's a lot of actually reflections in um, her self-understanding and everything. And I think it would be a very modern understanding. Uh, yeah, sure. Of, I mean, she's not the, <laughs> the most beautiful and definitely not a really kind person but it's a <laughs> lot to learn from what uh, what from her experience i would yeah. say sure and her sure. mistakes oh, i love it and so what book would you recommend for all of us to read i would say that uh, i'm a crazy book lover actually and i'm reading quite we love a lot that. and it's um we should be all feminists i love it we should much. all be feminists we'll we'll attach a, a link to that yeah, yeah. The notes. and then uh, another one, which is maybe here in uh, uh, Europe is a bit more interesting for people, but also it should be actually very nice for United States too. It's oh. on tyranny. On tyranny, 20 lessons yes. from the 20th century. From the century, yeah. Wow. It's also a good one. And, uh, but if we are talking not about essays, but about, it's kind of fiction. So it's Gibran's Prophet. Oh, The Prophet by Gibran. Yeah, The Prophet. Okay. And it's quite a lot about the understanding of life. It's also very short. I needed like an hour maybe to read it. Wow. But I like it. And I just immediately sent it uh, to two friends of mine in Italy. Oh, that's just, so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Everyone and needs a friend that sends them books. Yes. That's like a, the mark of a true friend, yes. Polina. Yeah, books and <laughs> CDs. Because you know that uh, what is absolutely kind of forbidden, I would say, among professional musicians in Italy? Spotify. <laughs> so if I want to share some music... I'm sending CDs from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Polina, how can our listeners keep in touch with you? Where, where can they find you in social media or what's the best way? So, yeah, they can. I think that the easiest way is to find me on Opera Wire and from my author's profile there, they okay. can find my email and my Facebook page from there. Okay. Perfect. Or they can just Google my name and find me on Facebook. And yeah, I'm always open there. And I'm always open to new topics and new problems and everything which is unpopular, unconvenient, or difficult or challenging. Whatever. All the drama, yes. right? No, it could be actually <laughs> positive too. Sure. No, uh, positive experience. Oh my, we need it so much. Some yeah, positive experience. Totally. 
But I hope even more, it's my main hope and belief, that we should not become calm and happy and mm-hmm. fabulous and so on and so on. Once the pandemic is over, let it, even if it's in years, it, it will be over one day. And I'm afraid so much that we will come back to the industry sure. where manager decides, right. decide everything. When singers are just trying to find a good manager and a good contract, and that's quite it. Uh, let's not be like that. And yeah. let's use our experience to improve the industry. Because yes. this industry needs so much to be improved. And it's worth it. Amen. Yeah, it's worth yeah, it. Absolutely. Good. Thank you yeah. so much all for listening today. Singers in our audience, we just want to remind you that you're powerful. And your voice really can change the opera world and how it functions. And together we make this industry better. Yeah. So with that, stop waiting in the wings. We need your voices and not just your singing voices. So go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 